This radio show is a paid placement. Live the next chapter of your life on your terms. Stay tuned for the latest on retirement planning, tax strategies, and other financial news to grow your nest egg. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller, powered by Mueller Retirement Planning. Let's get this party started, huh? Hey there, welcome. Thanks for joining us on Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker, and each and every week I get together with Sean to talk to you to get you ready for anything retirement-related, all this financial planning, investment, Social Security, Medicare, whatever it takes. We're going to put these little financial facts in your head that when you are making these very important decisions, you are better armed to make the best decision. And you want to listen to Sean when he talks about these issues because he is the founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning here in Southfield not too far from you. If you have been looking for a financial advisor, the whole point of this show is to make you listen to Sean and think, huh, I think I might start my search with him. Welcome back, Sean. How's it going? It's going good. It's good to be back. Happy to be here. Ready to jump into it and get things going today. Yeah. And look, if you if you want to skip the fun talk, we can get right into um, the, the first topic here because this this is sort of the the time of year where independence comes up a lot, you know, Independence Day. And uh, financial independence is something I think is incredibly important for the American dream, period, because that's what the American dream is. It's not necessarily the house and the white picket fence and, you know, 2.3 kids and a dog. It's what that represents. Financial independence is the state of having enough money saved and invested to cover your living expenses now. And you can be reasonably sure that for the rest of your life, money's not going to be something you have to worry about. That's what financial independence is. And I think this is a great time to talk about how important it is to get the guy listening to that point. Yeah, a lot of folks, when you when you use that word financial independence, they automatically assume you have to be like ultra wealthy. You know, you got to be a millionaire. You're not worried about money. But that's not necessarily what it means. It's just we want you to be able to retire or even if you're not retiring, if you're if you're working, we want you to choose that you you want to work and choose what you are doing as far as work because you're not relying on that money as, as far as uh, uh, retiring goes and paying your bills, living paycheck to paycheck. So it's just about really taking all that anxiety of maybe you you have a job and you don't want to do that job every single day. Well, let's get you financially independent so you're not relying on that income. And it's not going to change your life. You're able to now choose what you want to do moving forward. And it really takes the stress off of working in life, uh, you know, kind of just takes that pressure right off of you. So that's what we're trying to achieve. That's what we want to achieve for everybody is just to have that financial independence. Right. And, you know, some people hear the word financial advisor and they think, oh, well, this is the guy that's trying to make me rich. No, this is this is the goal here. This is the part to where you get to a point in life where you know you're not going to run out of money. And then you can worry about everything else because you've been worrying about money for your whole life. And yeah, financial independence doesn't mean you're necessarily rich because if if you're a guy who say has like a you're retired military and so you're getting twenty five hundred bucks a month from that and you're going to turn on your Social Security, you'll get a little bit of that. And then you did have another working career after that. So you have some assets and maybe a 401k or IRA. It's not going to take all ten million dollars to piece together financial independence for that guy. It might not even take a million dollars if he already has a paid off house and he has a low standard of living. This is um, this is a lot easier than a lot of people think. Yeah, and everybody's going to be a little bit different on that. I, I love that example that you used, and and that's the thing. It's about let's can we can we get that pressure of having to wake up every single day and, and potentially be doing something that you do not want to do, and really, there's a few ways to to approach getting a financially independent. 
And really what you want to do first is you want to calculate your future financial needs. So you want to really sit down and go, what do I really need to spend? What am I spending now? How do I want that to continue to look in retirement? So you want to just really, I mean, and that could be as simple as, hey, pull a year of your bank statements and just let's just see what's going out, what you're spending the money on and get a really good understanding of where your money's going. And then we want to start looking at eliminating debt. Obviously, if you don't have debt as you're you know, approaching retirement, that is going to help tremendously. You're not having to pay extra interest on, on loans, student loans, credit card debt, mortgages, you name it. So that's going to be huge. And making sure that you have a proper emergency fund, that way you're not having to withdraw and, and basically sell assets. Maybe most of your money are in you know different stocks and bonds, maybe in an IRA, whatever it may be. Well, like last year, for instance, when the market's going down and you don't have an emergency fund, say you need five grand, now you're selling some of those stocks at a low point. That's what you want to try to avoid. So, and then you want to continue to make sure that you are investing and investing in things that you know are appropriate for yourself. And when you talk about you know financial advisors, for instance, a lot of folks you know think a financial advisor is supposed to make you rich. Well, first and foremost. It's like a doctor. We want to do no harm. We want to make sure that we're protecting your assets, making sure that you know, you're not making foolish decisions with those and you're not just investing it in frivolous things. So we want to protect it. We want to grow it. We want to generate the proper income in the future out of those assets. Yeah. And you know, that very first bullet point you talked about is it sounds like the most crucial one, you know, uh, evaluating your spending, calculating what your financial needs are going to be. What that kind of translates into when you take it out of math and put it in the real world, you're deciding what your standard of living is going to be. Yeah, you have to understand. You have to really grasp that and take a look and say, all right, this is the way I'm living now. I want to continue this lifestyle. So then we can say, all right, realistically, you're going to need X amount of assets to really be able to do that, to generate enough income off of that. And then we can start piecing together certain things, whether it be pensions, social security, all of that. But, you know, looking at your stable sources of income, maybe you're going to be able to turn on, you know, an old annuity that you had. And now it's finally you're going to reap the rewards for sitting on it for so long because it's going to start generating income for you for the rest of your life. And you don't have to worry about outliving that income. You want to first look at what your financial needs are and how you want your retirement to look. Well, you're going for the goal, but how do you know when you get there? How do you know what your magic number is? Yeah, well, that's where we come into play and that's where we help you know build that retirement plan. What we got to do is see what you have, how much you're going to need, and we're going to help you figure out how much you're going to need. We're going to help you take a look at you know your bank statements and see what you're spending money, money on and really creating that budget. And then we can sit down and we could say, all right, you're going to need you know 7,000 net after taxes uh, per month. All right. So 84,000 a year. All right. With this amount of assets, this is basically what you're going to need with your other incomes in order to achieve that goal, in order to achieve that financial independence. And once you get there, all right, now we can continue to protect that money, generate the income. And now you don't have to work if you don't want to. And I think when you tell folks that, that's one of the greatest things that, that I'm able to do is when I can tell folks, hey, you can retire if you want. Sean Mueller, next up on the uh, issue, getting to financial independence. Let me talk about rights now. What do I need to do maybe today or when I get to the office on Monday and I get back in business mode? What is something that I can do maybe now, Monday, this week to get that yeah. started? 
Well, first and foremost, if you're retired and you don't have an income plan put together and you don't have an actual investment plan put together, you just have various investments kind of spread all over the place, you need to pick up the phone and give us a call right now because we need to sit down immediately and, and, and get a real plan together. That's what we're doing. That's what we do every single day for our clients is, is get a full income plan together and really invest your assets in a way to where we can protect your assets, grow those assets, make sure that we're generating sufficient income. That way you can live the retirement you dreamt of. All right. If you like what you hear, you want to talk to Sean about some of these issues, 248-988-9696. That's how you call Mueller Retirement Planning, 248-988-9696. Website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. Once you call in and if you want to come into the office, where are you located, Sean? We are in Southfield, just south of 696 off of Evergreen Road in the Atrium Building, right across from the Southfield Public Library. So we're right here in the heart of Metro Detroit where it's very easy to get to us, seeing that we're off of 696. We would love to see you here in person. Make your appointment today. I'm James Parker. We'll be right back with more Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Text right to 248-988-9696. That's R-I-G-H-T to 248-988-9696. From the pitch swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. The same can be true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you could leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation is different, but taking your social security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Sean Mueller and his team at Mueller Retirement Planning understands social security and can help you make decisions that are best for you. Call 248-988-9696 to start optimizing your benefits today. That's 248-988-9696. Timing is everything. So don't delay. Call Sean Mueller and his team now, 248-988-9696. Firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take Retire Right with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, you can listen to Retire Right wherever you get your podcast. That's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. You need to get a plan. You need to get a budget. And then we can start talking about how much in assets have you saved and how can we generate sufficient income, nice and safe. You can set up a plan for that. We've made it back. This is Retire Right, brought to you by Mueller Retirement Planning. Welcome back. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker. And I wanted to... to Bring this list in front of Sean Mueller. I love lists here. People say they don't like lists. They're all lying. But, you know, I see these lists. And it processes through my brain one way, and it's going to process through your brain one way. But when you put it in front of a financial advisor like Sean, you might process it a little different. So that's a fun little exercise I like to do on this show. All right. This list comes from uh, a lady named Hannah Miners, and it is things I would tell my 20-year-old self. Now, she goes into, you know, some, some other branches on that tree, 
But I want to know what Sean's reaction to this is. Sean, what do you think about the list here? Well, first, when I'm just thinking about my 20 year old self, oh man, what a naive young man I was. I'll tell you what, I don't, I don't know who, uh, the type of 20 year old you were, James. Uh, but man, I, I thought I knew everything, realized I knew nothing. Oh, I was an idiot. Um, I was a pretty self-aware idiot, but that isn't didn't give me better judgment. I wasn't dumb. I just had really, really poor judgment. No, this was a good list, and uh, you know, there's some I think some helpful helpful things on this list. Not that any 20 year old is necessarily going to listen to us, or if their parents are listening, listen to their their parents when they they tell them, you know, maybe you guys should read the list. But you know, there's some good stuff. It starts out and it, and it says, you know basically 10 things you should know, you know, you should basically, if you're 20 years old, what you would tell that, that 20 year old. And, and the first one, in my opinion, makes a lot of sense is study more. You have a lot more time on your hands still, uh, you know, you're not adulting yet. So, so really, you know, take a look and start studying, pick up those different books. Um, it, it leads really into that second one is try out many things. So I feel like can, study can I, more. Can I be devil's advocate here? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of cautious of this lady, uh, because you know, she says study more, but I think there's, uh, there's a lot of people who are, you know, they don't need to study more, but they need to study the right things. You know, if you're well versed in an economic philosophy, that's going to fail, that studying was a waste of your time. So not just study more, study the right things. Yeah, absolutely. Great if you can name all the Roman emperors, but if you don't know how a mortgage works or you didn't know you were going to get taxed on you know, your IRA, that's going to be something that affects you directly a lot harder. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that kind of ties into that second one, which is try out many things. So I feel like by trying out many things, it kind of ties in, hey, study those things that you're trying. And I think it'll help you give you give you a little bit more well-rounded view on things, you know, like to your point, there's a lot of stuff in in universities and all of that, that why are we even really studying them? You know, a lot of them are a waste of time. They're not really even teaching you how to invest and things like that. So I highly, highly recommend is trying out new things. Get out of that comfort zone that you might have, you know, been in for so long. And I kind of put myself in that category as well when I was when I was that age. I had a brilliant idea of, hey, man, why don't you uh, try to become an actor? I didn't act growing up, didn't do plays in junior high or high school, but I just thought it was going to be different and get me out of my comfort zone. I was going to meet different people that I didn't grow up with. None of my friends acted or anything. So it was like something very new. And I felt like I grew so much by just, you know, going out and doing something different. How did it work out? Oh, well, you know, uh, You're uh, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Look, you don't regret doing that, do you? Because that's that no. kind of cool. You did get to meet a whole new circle of people. You did get to try something completely different and something that is, you know, on on the, the, the left, right brain spectrum, the polar opposite of being a financial advisor would be an actor. So, yeah, yeah. you're a pretty well-rounded fellow. It was one of the best things I've ever did. It, it really got me out of my comfort zone and it got me to really see, you know, just people in general. All right. You know, so now, many different people. I have absolutely no criticism for her third bullet point yeah. in things she would tell her 20 year old self work hard and be consistent. Yeah, that's a tough one. Obviously, you're working hard. If you're in school and you're 20, I mean, you're studying your butt off. We know that. But, I, you know, I, I would think that she means consistency in the point where you're maybe a little bit more organized. 
So you, you have a consistent schedule that you, that you can, you know, sit down and actually, you know, do those different studies, whatever it may be. Um, but you know, that one can be a little bit of a turnoff as far as work hard and be consistent. Uh, you know, I, I would say the majority of people feel like they're working hard. Am I right? Yeah. It, but there's obvious lies in so many of these surveys. Like if you ask Americans, if they're an above average driver, 98% of them will say yes. Uh, some of them are wrong. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So some There's people definitely. think they're working hard. Some people will tell a survey taker that they're working hard. Yeah. Maybe they're not really working hard. Yeah. You know, the old saying when you're in when you're in uh, college, C's get degrees. So uh, not everybody's going to work, you know, as hard as possible to get those A's and B's, but uh, they'll do the minimum just to get that degree. All right. Number four on things you tell your 20 year old self, she says, trust yourself. Yeah. And wow, this could go many different ways. But trust your instincts. I would say most people, when you actually, you know, feel your instincts, they they usually push you in the right direction. So, you know, if you want to try something different, trust that and go and and try it. Um, So nobody knows you better than you know yourself. So trust yourself because, you know, there's a couple other things that we'll talk about in in a little bit. But again, by you might be scared to, you know, try new things and get out of your comfort zone because your family or something like that is kind of th- throwing me into the the number seven we'll talk about but you grew up a certain way but and you're scared to go out and try something new but just trust your instincts and do it no that's so hard when you're that age though because you know i i trusted my own instincts and then someone would tell me no 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 you should try chinese food you're gonna like it and so i trusted them and let go of my instincts turned out, dang, they were right. I liked it. Maybe I shouldn't trust myself. And so when you're when you're in the process of all this new discovery and things in life, you, you kind of almost get in the habit of not trusting yourself. But if you take that too far, uh, I think this lady's spot on. As vague as that may be, I do uh, agree with the general notion of, you know, you should trust yourself more. My 20-year-old probably, my 20-year-old self probably did need to hear that. All right, number yeah. five, su- surround yourself with positive people. Uh, that's a no-brainer. Something everyone says they want to do, but few people actually do it. It's amazing how many people have that negative energy that just want to weigh you down. And it goes to the other points when you're when you tell them you want to try something new, and maybe they, you know, are too scared to try something new. Then they get negative on you. Why would you want to do that? Why are you trying to, you know, uh, take that risk or whatever it may be? So yeah, you definitely want to surround yourself with with positive people. That positivity goes a long way somebody that maybe you you maybe you're doubting yourself and then you have somebody positive around you that can lift you up and say you know what man you can go out and do this i know you can do this go work hard be consistent trust yourself uh the next one is find mentors you know i found a mentor early in my radio career uh do you have a financial mentor i have a i have a you know in being in this business i've had quite a few um and it depends on where i'm at in life where uh, a couple of them have really helped, you know, grow my my overall uh, knowledge of the industry and, and the way I view, you know, even the world in some sense. I, I, I've had a, a few different mentors. And I'll tell you what, that speeds up so much of the learning curve in whatever industry that you're going to go into. It is so important to find a mentor is so they've already They've already made those mistakes. They they can sh- they can really show you what not to do. And again, it cuts years off of the the struggle. Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. We're going through this list of ten things you tell your twenty year old self. If you uh, want to contact Sean at the office or send him a text, 
248-988-9696 website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. All right, number seven on the list, 10 things you should tell your 20-year-old self. Understand the belief systems of your family. This is, yeah, this is what I was trying to get into earlier, but basically understand, you know, kind of the, the what your family believes in every, you don't really understand how different your family might be because you just, you think it's normal because you grew up around it, but really take a step back and, and think about maybe some of the things that your parents have told you over the years and, and, and really think, does a lot of that even make sense? You know, sometimes they'll, they're not as positive. Uh, as they should be, you know, you'll hear things, you know, people say only the rich have money or money stinks and they're, they they kind of put negative thoughts about money and business and, and all of this in your, in your head. So just understand, you know, what your, what your family believes in and what they stand for. And it might not be exactly how you want to continue to pursue your future. All right. Next one on the list, dare to think big. Well, that's an easy thing to say. Yeah. Uh, you know, why not? What, what What's the saying? Uh, reach for the stars or something like that? Uh, How does it go? If you shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you'll end up among the stars. Yeah. I mean, now you're going to be floating through a vacuum void between planets you, and you'll be dead long before you get to the nearest star. Get out of here. Hey, at least you tried and, and you and you dare to think big. You know, don't don't pigeonhole yourself. Don't, you know, just think, oh, a lot of people are afraid to fail. So what they do is they set their goals up so small to where, of course, they're going to be able to achieve that goal. It, it's it's easy, but that's what they want. They just want to know, hey, I'm going to set my goals right at about this mid-level here because I know I can achieve it. Well, man, why don't you set them big? What's the worst that can happen? You're going to achieve that mid-level goal anyway. Let's have, a, a, you know, a bigger wants and needs in life. Reach for the stars, my friend. Number nine on the list, 10 things to so tell your 20-year-old self. Love and forgive yourself. I don't think that's necessarily necessary. Sean, do you? Well, here's the thing. We all make mistakes, right? So don't be so hard on yourself. You might actually reach and, and dare to think big and you might fail, but it's not actually failing unless you don't get up and try again. So don't get so so down on yourself because something didn't work out. Understand who you are. Love yourself forgive yourself, continue to move forward. Um, don't get caught up in all this negativity. And again, be around positive people that, that can really lift you up. All right, last one, 10 things to tell your 20-year-old self. Of course, you're going to agree with this one, Sean. Invest at a young age. One of the hardest things to do. You're not making a lot of money. And at some point, you know, a lot of folks will have student loan debt and that. So they'll start putting into maybe a, a 401k plan as a youngster or maybe even just a Roth IRA. That would be a really good place to start is putting money in a Roth IRA. Uh, it will grow tax-free when you withdraw out of it in the future as long as you hit those uh, certain milestones. You're not going to get taxed on that money. So what happens is the younger folks, they start to invest at a young age, and then at some point, maybe at 22 or 24, they end up withdrawing that money out. So you know, just slowly but surely, just put I don't, I don't care if it's $50 a month in, into maybe a Roth IRA, if it makes sense for you. And just don't even think about it. Let it continue to compound and grow over the years. And you're going to be so happy you did that. All right. I think missing from this list, Sean, this is not a financial bullet point, but diet and exercise are something many people need to tell their 20-year-old self. 
in my opinion, that should be really high up on the list. Diet and exercise. That it, it, that's what really helps kind of free up your mind, in my opinion. Once you get some of that anxiety out by exercising, by really pushing yourself, now you have, you know, if, if you're a morning person, you exercise in the morning, now kind of like the hardest physical thing you're going to do for the day is now done. So now you can really just take a deep breath, have a little bit more clarity throughout your day, and and then you can start, you know, hitting these things as far as uh, yeah, uh, trusting your instincts because, you know, you, you got that anxiety out of your system. All right, that's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. I want you to stick around because when we come back, we're going to go through the five phases of life. Uh, if you like what you hear and you want to contact Sean at the office, 248-988-9696. I'm James Parker. That's all coming up on Retire Right with Sean Mueller. It's never too late to fine-tune your financial plans. To schedule your complimentary visit with Sean, text VISIT to 248-988-9696. That's VISIT to 248-988-9696. According to the U.S. Debt Clock, in the time you hear this commercial, our nation's debt will go up by $1.5 million. That's more than $2 billion a day. Right now, our debt is over $31 trillion and climbing fast. The question is, how do we pay it off? The answer is increasing taxes. Now think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are historically low or later when rates are potentially higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Sean Mueller and his team at Mueller Retirement Planning know what to look for. Sean can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 248. 248- 988-9696 to set up a visit with Sean Mueller and Mueller Retirement Planning. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now 248-988-9696. Firm may not give tax advice. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. A lot of times you end up spending more in retirement, even though you think in your head you're not going to. Now you have all this time on your hands. You want to do all the things you didn't have time to do while you were working. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker. And one of the things Sean does as a financial advisor is to financially speaking, break down your life into five financial stages. And uh, it's useful to go through the important parts of each one, figure out which one you're in, know what's coming next, be prepared for it, and already know some of the questions you're going to face and some of the answers you're going to need when you go through all of these steps. And the first one is kind of obvious. It's your early career. You're just entering the workforce and almost nobody listening to the show right now is in this stage of their financial life where they're just getting started. But, you know, probably have kids or grandkids in this first stage. So, Sean, how can you put some information to the next generation that'll help them find their financial footing in this first financial phase of life? Sure, yeah. I would say, I mean, most people that are listening right now, they they want their kids or grandkids to, you know, be successfully uh, independent. You know, they don't want them just waiting around for some inheritance one day. They want them to actually go out and earn their keep. And so where you want to start, you want them to really build up a savings account and set an emergency fund aside. I think that's huge. And a lot of folks, they they unfortunately don't start there. They'll want like younger folks anyway. What they want to do is just jump right in 
And when it's time for them to start investing, they're like, all right, let's just go, go, go. And first, you need to have that solid foundation, savings account, emergency fund. That way, you know, you get in a sticky situation. You got money there that you can grab it real quick. You don't have to go start liquidating certain things. And then I would say for younger folks as well, get basic life uh, insurance, uh, health and stability insurance. It's always nice to have some form of insurance. You never know what's going to happen. You don't want to be a burden on anybody. And you don't, you know, God forbid you get in a car accident. You don't want to have astronomical medical bills because you didn't have any form of insurance. And here's one I I think not only for the younger folks, uh, it's basically everybody live within your means. You know, you don't necessarily need the the biggest uh, house on the block or the best car, whatever it may be. You know, understand the budget, live within that budget. And then the, the last one here, invest in suitable products, meaning don't go and start taking just crazy amount of risk on these investments that you don't even know how they work and operate. You know, some of it could be uh, cryptocurrency, whatever it is. OK, just don't just go start gambling your money away. Make sure that the investment is, you know, in your best interest. It's it's uh, you understand what you're investing in and understand the power of compounding. Like we had spoke earlier about just putting some monies into a Roth IRA, whether it's just 50 bucks a month, whatever it is, that compound interest is going to grow. And you do that over 20, 30, 40 years, you're going to be shocked at how big that account can be. All right. The next financial phase of life, phase number two, is right after the early working and career starting years, you're in your career building years. And the landmark here that, that propels you into the second phase, whether you like it or not, is having kids. Yeah, this I would think this is one of the more stressful parts of uh, the different stages here. You know, you're you're getting married, you're buying probably your first home, you're understanding how mortgages work, you're making down payments, you know, in order to get that mortgage, you start having kids, you know, there's a lot of things going on in this stage. You're you're probably just now getting into a real solid, you know, uh, spot in your career. Again, you got to make sure that you have a solid emergency fund. Uh, sit down with somebody, you know, even though you're not, you know, going to be retiring in the next five or 10 years, but maybe you just need some general information sitting down with a financial professional and just saying, look, this is where I'm at. Uh, you know, what are the ways you think I can take the steps I can take to make sure that I'm on the right track? And that could be making sure that you have an estate plan. That's huge. You know, if you're starting to have kids, and you don't have an estate plan, you don't have a will or a trust, uh, powers of attorney, that's something that you most definitely should go and look into and, yep. and get done. That's need exactly it. right, because I didn't feel like I needed an estate plan until I got kids, and then I grew up immediately and said, yes, I do need an estate plan. Because if, so, if something happened to me before I had kids, ah, whoop-de-doo, but I don't, I don't need to leave my young ones in the lurch with no yeah. documents to back them up. Yeah. And then, and basically if you have kids too, you know, it's probably a good time to start looking at some term insurance potentially, uh, making sure if something happens to you, uh, that, you know, your, your family, your wife, whoever it is, your, your husband, they don't have to make crazy decisions because all of a sudden you're down an income in your household. You don't know how you're going to pay the bills. There was no life insurance that they could, you know, lean on for six months or a year before they can really figure out what their next steps are. They just lost their mom or their dad. So make sure that you have an adequate amount of, of insurance. 
and make sure when you purchase that home, it's a, it's an affordable home for yourself. You know, don't get overstretched in, in these mortgages, especially where interest rates are now. You can't really get what you could get uh, uh, a year or two years ago just because interest rates are a lot higher and, and basically your monthly payments are going to be higher because of that. So just understand what you can really afford comfortably. That way you still have money left over that you can continue to invest. All right, I'm James Parker here with Sean Mueller, the financial planner, and we're rolling through the five financial phases of life. If you have any questions or you want to contact Sean at the office, 248-988-9696. Website is MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. Stage three in your financial life. Uh, they call it the pre-retirement years, and th th they don't say this directly in the Investor Academy rundown, but I get a feeling that there's this great window of opportunity when the kids are grown and leave the house and it sort of frees up that income. Uh, you pile that with that 10 years leading up to your retirement day. Decisions you make there are super important and some of them can't be undone in this critical little phase. So it's sort of a twofold change in uh, your retirement outlook during these years. Yeah, you should be during this time period on your way of basically paying down and, and hopefully soon paying off your mortgage, you know, within the next five or 10 years. Um, so, so really, you know, trying to set yourself up for success on that. And, and that kind of leads back to the other point, making sure that you have a, an affordable mortgage for yourself, you know, not stretching you too thin to where, you know, it's, you might have to take the full 30 years or so to pay off that mortgage. Um, but you want to be prepared. You want to make sure that uh, you know, you're going to be able to maintain a certain lifestyle in retirement. So that might mean you know, sitting down with a professional now and, and getting some of these investments set up. That way you, you're giving them five or 10 years to accumulate over time. That way you can maximize the income off of those assets. So by waiting and not really you know, getting these things set up in that pre-retirement stage, you're really setting yourself back several years by doing that. Um, so, and another thing, be careful at that, around that time, of potentially upgrading your home. You know, it's probably a time in your career where you're, you're making the most at that point in your career. You're starting to think, wow, I might have some extra income here. Maybe I will end up getting that bigger house. Be careful by doing that because the extra money that you're going to be spending on, on, you know, those, uh, those mortgage payments could go into an investment that is going to give you that financial freedom that we always talk about that we want everybody to have. So you make a, a few bad decisions in this pre-retirement stage, man, it could have a compound effect. Be very careful. All right. So this last retirement phase is, or the fourth retirement phase, I'm sorry, is called the early retirement phase. But I think at the end of your pre-retirement phase, you're going to have to make the decisions before you get to this phase on things like Medicare or Social Security and what you're going to do about them and what you're going to do about required minimum distributions. Does that belong more in the pre-retirement phase or the retirement phase? It would be, I would say it's it's still in that pre-retirement phase. I, all that stuff, you want to really have it, you know, all sewn up before you end up entering that, that early retirement phase. And I know a lot of folks will kick the can down the road and then they end up just pulling the trigger on retirement and they don't really have a lot of that stuff set up. So towards the end, you got to make sure, you know, you have that the debt paid off and and sit down with somebody because what you what you need to know and put together is how do you want your retirement to look? So before you can even retire, let's make sure we can continue the lifestyle that you, you know, you want to continue. 
We got to take a look at all of your your different accounts, your taxable accounts, and and make sure that we're putting together a real income roadmap. We like to use the the Mueller map. So we put all of this stuff together, and we really like to do that, you know, in those pre-retirement years, not really those early retirement years. All right. So uh, what do we need to know? Besides that, about our early retirement years. Yeah, early retirement. Um, so, and this is going to be different for everybody depending on your age. But to your point, you know, that's when you're looking at your your Medicare. So what stops a lot of folks from retiring from that, say, called age 62 to 65 is that health insurance. At 65, that's Medicare years that, you know, you're going to be on that. So, um, but, there, you know, there's decisions that you're going to have to make. You know, for Medicare, there's decisions you're going to have to make on when you want to take your Social Security. And if you're married, uh, you know, what are the strategies when it comes to that? Do you turn on your your husband or wife's Social Security first, delaying the other? So there's different things that you got to look at during that, um, knowing that the uh, the larger of the two Social Securities upon a spouse's death will stay. The smaller Social Security benefit will will go away. So you got to plan for that as well. We want to make sure that as far as investing goes, you're not taking on too much risk. So we got to take a look at your entire portfolio and make sure you know you're protecting those assets from market volatility. So these are all the things that you want to do, uh, especially in that early retirement stage. All right, Sean, if someone likes what they hear and they're thinking about working with you, how do they get in contact with you? Where's your office? What's that process look like? Yeah, we're in Southfield, Michigan here in Metro Detroit, uh, off of Evergreen Road, just south of 696 in the Atrium Building across from the Southfield Public Library. We'd love to see you here in office. You can give us a call at 248-988-9696 to book that first appointment. You can also go directly to our website at MuellerRetirementPlanning.com and book your appointment. You can look on our website for future events that we're having, seminars, dinners, whatever it may be, educational stuff. That way you guys can uh, come out, see what we have to offer, see the information that we provide, and really get a plan together. Quit procrastinating. Don't be a gambler. Don't be unorganized and uh, and stop spending too much. Don't be that lifestyle spender. All right, that's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. We'll be right back with more Retire Right. It's never too late to fine-tune your financial plans. To schedule your complimentary visit with Sean, text VISIT to 248-988-9696. That's VISIT to 248-988-9696. According to the U.S. Debt Clock, in the time you hear this commercial, our nation's debt will go up by $1.5 million. That's more than $2 billion a day. Right now, our debt is over $31 trillion and climbing fast. The question is, how do we pay it off? The answer is increasing taxes. Now think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are historically low or later when rates are potentially higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Sean Mueller and his team at Mueller Retirement Planning know what to look for. Sean can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 248-988-9696 to set up a visit with Sean Mueller and Mueller Retirement Planning. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now, 248-988-9696. Firm may not give tax advice. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm James Parker. 
And if you have a question that you'd like to add to this mailbag segment, 248-988-9696, 248-988-9696, or you can submit your question via the website at MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. All right, questions from the mailbag. Sean, you ready for the first one here? Let's do it. All right, this one, um, you'll probably just knock this one out of the park. It says, I've heard you talk about annuities on the show, but I don't know where you stand with them. Do you like them as a retirement tool or not? Yeah, they can be a great retirement tool, and it does absolutely uh, depend on the person. And there's so many different forms of annuities, uh, you know, your fixed annuities, your fixed index annuities, your variable annuities, and all of that. And not everyone is right for everybody. Let's just be very clear about that. However, it can make uh, for a good retirement planning tool, depending on what you're looking to accomplish. Some folks will use those uh, fixed annuities or fixed index annuities to replace bond portion in their portfolio. Some just want the the straight guarantees that they offer as far as income in the future. But absolutely, they could be a great tool. But everybody is so different and not everyone is right for everybody. Well, in past shows, I've heard you say some not nice things about variable annuities. So it really, the, the my impression when I read that question is, um, are annuities right? Which annuities? Yeah, exactly. Which annuities you're talking about? Variable annuities. They have some guarantees. Your principal's not protected, so it's it's going up and down in the market, and uh, but it, and they can cost you uh, quite a bit for those guarantees. Um, some of them can be uh, 3% or even more for those certain guarantees that they offer. So are variable annuities right for, for you? I don't, know, you know, I don't know. I don't really mess with variable annuities, so not really my thing. But uh, you know, there's a reason why a lot of these investments exist, and they might be right for you. They might not be. That's why you got to sit down with a professional and really go over the things. Maybe look to get a second opinion from what you currently have. That's always uh, what we would recommend is, is, you know, if you have somebody, what, what does it hurt to get a second opinion and see what they recommended or what you're currently in is the right thing for you? All right. Now check out this next question. This is kind of sounds like my above the clouds question when it comes to long-term care insurance. Uh, this one says, can you have too much life insurance? How do I figure out the right amount of coverage? I would say, yeah, you probably can have too much life insurance. It all depends on how much you're paying for it and what types of life insurance it is. Uh, if you're younger and maybe you have a mortgage, young kids and that sort of thing, uh, the best bang for your buck is you could get the, the most death benefit uh, with the lowest cost is normally term insurance. So if you're looking at 20, 25, 30 year term, that way in the event, you know, you suddenly pass away, uh, there's a death benefit there that will go on, allow your wife or uh, husband, kids pay off the mortgage, maybe help the kids go to college. So term might be the right thing for you at that time. Uh, if you're later in life, you really don't have any debt and you got to start thinking about how you want to pass down assets. Do you want your beneficiaries, maybe it's your kids or whoever, do you want them to inherit those assets tax-free? Well, a, a life insurance is a good tool to use to, to pass assets down tax-free. Do you want to take loans off of that life insurance policy at that point? Um, then you'd probably want a little bit more coverage than some other folks would have. So you have the ability to take uh, tax-free loans out of there. But yeah, I would say at a certain point, you, there, there is a, a spot where you could have too much life insurance if you, you know, your premiums start to go up. You know, And what's, what's the real reason you have this life insurance? 
Do you really need it? Does your spouse really need it? How much do you have in other assets upon your death that will go to your spouse or your kids or whoever? So yes, at some point there there is a, a spot where you have too much, but I think it, it really is an individual question of what you're trying to accomplish in your portfolio and what you want your legacy to look like. Well, that's such a harder question to answer because it does so much these days. You talk about the different riders it has, you know, for long-term care, some other instances. And so, it, you know, this, this question isn't as simple as it was just 20 years ago. Yeah, I know. And I, I hear, you know, folks talk and they might say the only insurance you need is term. And then, you know, after that, it doesn't matter. Look, everybody's different. Life insurance has so many different uh, unique qualities ways you can use it as far as, you know, tax-free loans, long-term care, you name it. So it is a very individual-based question. All right. We're talking with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning, 248-988-9696, 248-988-9696. And we're just going through some questions. This one says, my husband died about a year ago and I've been managing as best I can, but I'm still not sure if his financial advisor is a good fit for me now. He got along great with my husband and was helpful in the immediate aftermath when my husband died, but we don't really communicate very well. Should I get a second opinion on my retirement plan? I would say it's usually a good idea to get a second opinion, especially if you're feeling like this financial advisor isn't necessarily communicating well with you because everybody has a different style of communication and everybody needs a little bit something different. And if they're not necessarily making you feel as comfortable as you would like, then absolutely you should seek uh, a second opinion because, you know, everybody's approach is a little bit different. Everybody's communication is a little bit different and the way maybe I explain something is a different way than someone else. And maybe you would understand it a little bit more the way I explain it. Uh, but it, what's it going to hurt to get a second opinion? You know, you, you, if, if at worst everything checks out, everything looks good. And you don't have to do anything. You don't have to, you know, change your assets around or anything like that. Or maybe there's some serious things that you need to adjust. You know, you're now uh, a, a widow. So, you know, uh, your investment approach uh, is probably different than the way it was when your husband was still around. So I would say you should seek a second opinion. Well, is that fair for me to say, uh, you know, these are some issues that would have been better addressed before your husband passed away? Like, shouldn't the wife have been on board with the guy to begin with? I stress that all the time. And I know there's usually in a relationship, uh, you know, there's somebody that has uh, that makes more decisions depending on what it is. And sometimes it's the wife. Sometimes it's the husband uh, it, when it comes to financial matters. But it's so important that both of them are are here, both of them are meeting, you're building a relationship with your uh, retirement planner because at some point someone's not going to be around for the two of you and you want that relationship. Even if you don't care to really listen about what's going on in your portfolio and, and how it all works and operates, at least having some form of a relationship where you're comfortable and that communication is there, that's key. So don't just say to your husband or wife, hey, I don't really make the decisions as far as uh, uh, you know our financial decisions, so I'm not going to show up to these meetings. It really is important that, that both of you are here building that relationship. All right. If you go to Sean's website, Mueller Retirement Planning, you can see there's a, a whole boatload of events coming up. S seems to be there uh, centered around taxes in retirement. Who needs to go to one of these events? 
really it's geared for those that are 55 and older that have uh, roughly about $100,000 in investable assets. So that means, you know, money's in your savings account, 401ks, IRAs, Roth IRAs, you name it. Uh, that's where you're going to get the best bang for your buck there. Uh, where we're going to give you some ideas how potentially you can save in future taxes and, and really uh, go over some investment strategies. And we give a lot of good information at, at these different events. Uh, some of them are held at colleges. Some of them are held at restaurants. Go on our website. Take a look. We'd love to see you there. 248-988-9696 or go to MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. Uh, go to the website. You can uh, sign up for one of these events. Sign up for an appointment. We'd love to see you here. We're in Southfield, Michigan, just south of 696 off of Evergreen Road, right across from the Southfield Public Library in the Atrium Building. We also do Zoom meetings. That way it saves you time in a commute. I'd much rather see you here in person. But look, I understand commuting is not always great. So sign up for a Zoom. We can go over everything that way. It saves you a lot of time. All right, Sean, great show. Let's do it again next weekend. All right, sounds good. Uh, I'm James Parker. This has been Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Retire Right is the name of our radio show. It is used solely for marketing purposes and should not be seen as a promise or guarantee of investment results or preservation of principle. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. Mueller Retirement Planning is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mueller Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. This radio show is a paid placement. According to the U.S. Debt Clock, in the time you hear this commercial, our nation's debt will go up by $1.5 million. That's more than $2 billion a day. Right now, our debt is over $31 trillion and climbing fast. The question is, how do we pay it off? The answer is increasing taxes. Now think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are historically low or later when rates are potentially higher? Whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. Sean Mueller and his team at Mueller Retirement Planning know what to look for. Sean can help you create a plan so your retirement is as tax efficient as possible. Call 248-988-9696 to set up a visit with Sean Mueller and Mueller Retirement retirement planning. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Call now 248-988-9696. Firm may not give tax advice. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor.